Hi, welcome to the Wine Newcastle podcast. This week, we are looking at sharing your faith. Our speaker will share on four areas to help you better share your faith and to help you live out Jesus' great commission. We have the best news and the secret to an incredible life. Will you go and share with others? We are stoked this week to have the leader of YWAM Byron Bay speaking. Kevin Sickle has been in missions for over 21 years. Kevin is marked by intimacy with God. He has a very gentle and loving spirit, yet he won't hesitate to speak out God's truth, to call out the enemy's lies, and to stand for his God. Kevin enjoys the beautiful beaches and surf environment. He and his wife Tiffany lead the campus, and together they have three kids. Kevin is a brilliant leader, often teaching for us at Wyoming. Kevin is passionate about exploring God's work so he can better know the God he loves so deeply. Just want to share a little bit about um, what it's like to share our faith. So first of all, I, I, I would say as believers, we um, all, all want to be a part of God's kingdom. We all want to put our hand up and say, hey, God, use me. A lot of times we just don't know how to go about it. And today when I'm going to share on the podcast, I'm going to break it down to um, four kind of areas. And first of all, I want to talk about um, God's great love. Secondly, the power of the gospel. Thirdly, uh, what is our role and what's God's role? And fourthly, just talk a little bit about getting out there and doing it and the types of evangelism um, that we can actually do. And I, I pray it's an encouragement to you. So like I started before, um, you know, I think as believers, most of us know and understand like, hey, we want to be um, available and used uh, for God's glory and for the extension of his kingdom. We, we believe that uh, his kingdom is right. We love God's ways. We love the ways of Christ. We love his selflessness. And we just want to kind of say, like Isaiah, here am I, send me. But often when it comes to evangelism, uh, to be honest, uh, we can get really freaked out. Um, I know in my story, I was actually raised in a pretty small town in southern Ontario, right on one of the Great Lakes called Port Rowan. Great um, little town, and I'm grateful for my upbringing. Um, and because it was a town of only 1,200 people, it was very friendly. Um, and, you know, when you walked on the street, a lot of people would um, go by and you'd say, hello, how are you? Or hey, how are you doing? And um, it's just a really friendly um, little town. Uh, here in Oz, we say, g'day, or how you going? <laughs> My Canadian uncles always laugh at me. They're like, going where? Or <laughs> what are you talking about? But anyway, um, that's beside the point. But, um, you know, I grew up in a, in a town where people are pretty friendly and outgoing. But you know, when it came to sharing my faith, um, it could still be a freaky thing. I remember when I did my DTS um, back in 1998 here in Australia. And um, on the first Friday, our school leader said, all right, guys, we're going to go into the city and we're going to talk to people about Jesus. And I remember inside, I was kind of freaking out. Um, I was thinking, man, I can chat to people about sports or their hobbies or how they're going or food and all that was pretty easy. But when it kind of bridging that gap to talking about Jesus and that, that thing of like, well, how do you do it? Um, it was pretty freaky. So that's something I think we all deal with. And I'd love to share a little later a few things about that, which I think can alleve, alleviate or reduce that fear or that anxiety. So I'll, I'll share a little bit about that before. But when it comes to sharing our faith, I just want to kind of go into four main areas. And first of all, I, I just want us to take a look at... Um, what I would say is the great love of the Father. Um, 
You know, Scripture literally says, He who knew no sin became sin in order that we um, can become the righteousness of God. Now, when you stop and think about it, I'm just so grateful for God's deep love that the Holy One, He Himself became the selfless one and gave it all for us. And um, He kind of takes our junk, doesn't He? He takes our rubbish and uh, He actually bestows literally His holiness or His righteousness upon us. So 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, He who knew no sin became sin in order that we, meaning you and I, can become literally the righteousness of God. And when you think about that, you're like, wow, we can become, we are in right standing with God. Um, or in Colossians, it says, um, we were once alienated from God, but now we are made holy and perfect through uh, Christ. And, you know, it just becomes so grateful. So first of all, it's important to start with that great love of God, which knows no boundaries and uh, is there available for every single person. See, the Father wants to touch the heart of every every person. So I think it's important to start there at that place. I remember my DTS, God started speaking to me about just the intrinsic value of every person. And in God's uh, sight, there are no randoms. And I remember the Lord spoke to me once and he said, he said this, Kevin, every single person is actually worth more, much more than all the gold or the silver all the precious jewels out there in the world. Like every person's more valuable than all the gold and silver and precious jewels or monetary value. Nowadays, you might talk about oil or, or cryptocurrency. But anyway, every human being is more valuable than all of that uh, put together. And in the quote, um, it said, why? And I felt like God said to me, because the precious blood of, of the king was spilt for that person. And even one drop of the blood of God is worth more than all of the monetary value that we can have in this world. And and God started just touching my heart and saying, man, there's no randoms towards, you know, in God's view or vision, um, but they're all so valuable. So I think when we when it comes to evangelism, it's good for us to be touched by the deep love of God that he has for every single person. And um, it's a good place to start there and say, God, how do you see that person? Um, what, what goal do you see in that particular person and uh, start at that place? Secondly, I want to talk about um, is actually the power of the gospel. You see, Saul, who became Paul, he wrote to the church in Romans there, Romans 1.16, and he says, Paul, Paul goes on in his letter to Rome, and he says, I, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it's the power of God for salvation for those who would believe, first the Jew, then the Gentile. But he said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It is the power of God for salvation. And I just want to talk about that. In uh, For us as people, there's, there's nothing else that can bring purity or holiness. There's nothing, no other guarantee for forgiveness. There's nothing else that offers eternal life in that sense. When you think about what Jesus did for us, it's quite amazing. Um you know, in John one twenty nine, it says, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And um, I, I know there was a, a worship song that I love, and it says, What can wash away our sins? Um, nothing but the blood of Jesus. And when you think about that, that is powerful. We're talking about, you know, a person in their journey, and uh, they're journeying along, and all of a sudden, in the Lord, as they receive the Lord and accept the goodness of Jesus, they became, they become clean and absolutely holy in the Lord, in Christ. 
which is quite amazing. What a what a what a gift that God bestows upon us. And um, the gospel has that kind of power. Um, it brings the solution for forgiveness. It it speaks of eternal life. Um, and I just want to uh, mention a little bit how we're created. You know, it's amazing when you go back to scriptures. It says in the beginning, God created. How did God create? God created through his spoken voice. And, you know, when you think about it, we we as people were created um, in his image and his likeness. He's given us the, the gift of speech, which is powerful. So because we're created in the image and likeness of God, we therefore become very influential. Our words become influential. You know, if you, you're going and you, you meet someone on the street and you're like, hey, how you going? And with a smile on your face, it has creative power in that good day, you know, and, and in that um, when you say hi to someone like that. And alternatively, if you, <laughs> you know, if you speak badly about someone or you, you um, scowl at them, it also has creative power. So intrinsically, we're, we're both creative and influential just because we're created in his image and likeness. And also the power of speech. Speech has creative power. So the gospel is power or, or words in themselves are powerful. But when you, when it comes to the gospel, we touch on something eternal uh, value and eternal power. So I just wanted to share that with you when, um, first of all, when we are saved by grace through faith and we're given the gift of that gospel to be shared with others and there is incredible power in the gospel. And that's something we always look at at our schools and during our DTS is, is the actual power of, of the good news uh, to save. Thirdly, I want to talk about um, when we're talking with others, um, understanding what is our role and what's God's role, say, when you approach someone or you're talking to someone. Um, it's For me, it just helps so much to break it down into my mind. Um, even like a ta- table, say you put on a whiteboard, what's my role and what's God's role? When it comes to sharing the gospel, our role might be um, interacting with someone, saying good day, actually sharing the good news that God loves us. He has good plans and purposes. He sent his son to die on the cross for us if we open our hearts we'll be saved. But it's it's important to know our role is to share that. Our role might be to pray for someone, to uh, speak life over them. But you see, it's the power of God. It's God's role to bring salvation. It's God's role to bring the healing. It's God's role to bring deliverance. So I think in that, um, we should never have pressure upon ourselves, but trust God as we co-work with him. We do our part. God does his part. And therefore, there's no pressure on us. Uh, the fourth and last thing I'd like to talk about is just um, simply types of evangelism. And there's so much freedom because I know we're all created in unique ways and we have um, unique passions and desires and likings. And um, really, um, God can use so many different modalities from a simple invitation. Hey, come to church. And uh, that can be a great bridge um, in connection, inviting someone to a service, uh, getting out there and sharing the gospel. Uh, that's a modality. You know, you might put on events and have fun, some kind of fun attraction. Someone shares the gospel. Um, you know, there's just so many different ways that we can go about getting out there and sharing the good news. Or even if there's a, a gospel track, because um, his words are powerful and they will not return void. So anyway, I, it's just a little bit of time there. And it's my pleasure to share about or talk about sharing the gospel. But I think um, those four key things are so important. First of all, um, we would know the deep love of God in our hearts and for each and every person. Um, 
Secondly, we'd start to understand the power of the gospel, the power of the good news. Thirdly, we'd understand what's our role and what's God's role. And fourthly, um, just some total freedom in the types of varieties of evangelism and getting out and sharing the good news. So that's just a little bit. Um, it's a bit of a teaser. Come and check out a DTS. Come and check out a ministry school. Um, you will be blessed. The Bible says, draw near to God and he'll, be, he'll draw near to you. So bless you. Hope you enjoyed this short little chat um, here for myself. That was so good. Thank you so much, Kevin. We always love hearing from you. And you're so right. We can get so intimidated when it comes to sharing our faith. But the way you broke it down and looked at those four different areas gave us some very simple steps to take so we can get out there and start sharing our faith. Now, I have a few questions to help you with the practical application of Kevin's teaching. I want you to take some time to think on these things. Remember, invite the Holy Spirit into this moment. And remember, knowledge and information only changes our lives through practical application. Question one, what is something that stops you sharing your faith with others? Now take some time to really think about this and pray into it. Then give it to God and allow the Holy Spirit to help you overcome this. Number two, do you know the gospel message and are you ready to share it? In 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 15, in the NLT translation, it says, Instead, you must worship Christ as the Lord of your life. And if someone asks about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it. So take some time to discover the message of God and how you can share it. There are many great resources online. I love using the Bible Project. And number three, who is someone you could share your faith with? Is there someone from school or work? Maybe there's someone you see every single day. Maybe it's a family member or even a complete stranger. You have amazing news with eternal consequences. Don't keep this message for yourself. Share it with anyone who will listen. Thanks for joining us on today's episode, Sharing Your Faith. I really enjoyed the line, the great love of God knows no boundaries and it is there for every single person. And I love what Kevin shared about the gospel, how it offers us something that nothing else can bring or give us. It's a guarantee of forgiveness, of purity, of hope and eternal life. That sounds like a message worth sharing with others. Who will you connect with God's love and the gospel message? Just like Kevin said, this is just a taste of what we offer on our discipleship training school. This topic is covered for an entire week and is paired with practical experience and amazing teaching. We also cover many other topics. How do you read your Bible, relationships, lordship, spiritual authority. Imagine five and a half months set aside to discover more about God, to dig deeper into his word, to grow your passion and knowledge for helping others, to be equipped with practical skills relevant and applicable to your life, to travel and to tell the lost of the hope and the good news of Jesus. We get one life on earth, hopefully 80 plus years, taking five and a half months now to completely change the rest of your life. We hope you will join us again next week for more teaching. Together, let's keep discovering more about God.